So then Allah says, فَإِن so if أَعْرَضُوا they turn away, فَقُلْ then say, أَنْذَرْتُكُمْ I have warned you. If they still turn away after these clear proofs, after this detail, they still deny the oneness of Allah, then tell them that I have warned you. I have warned you of what? صَاعِقَةً Of a thunderbolt. Mithla similar to Sa'iqati, the thunderbolt of Ad and Wathamud, of Ad and Thamud. Just as the Sa'iqa fell on Ad and Thamud, it will also fall on you. If you do what Ad and Thamud did. The word Sa'iqa from the root letter Sa'd, Ain Qaf, remember that the word Sa'iqa is used for a thunderbolt, and that is basically a blast, bolt of lightning that falls noisily. And what this is implying is punishment, adab. That just as these previous nations were struck with adab, similar end will be yours too, if you take the same path. إِذْ جَاءَتْهُمْ When it came to them, الرُّسُلُ The messengers, مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ Before them, وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ And also from behind them. To Ad, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Prophet Hud alayhi salam. And to Thamud, which Prophet was sent? Salih alayhi salam. And here Allah says that the messengers were sent to these nations. How? Before them and after them. What does it mean by this? Before them and after them. What this means is that it wasn't the first time that the people of Ad had heard of a Prophet. No. Before the people of Ad lived, had Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Prophets before them? Yes. Had they heard of those Prophets? Yes. Was it the last time that Allah was sending a Prophet? No. Did Allah send Prophets after Hud alayhi salam? Certainly He did. So, مِن بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِن خَلْفِهِمْ Prophets had come before them and they continued to come after them. Secondly, what this means is, مِن بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ The Prophets came from before them, as in to warn them. وَمِن خَلْفِهِمْ And then the Prophets left them in their disbelief as they departed. Because when the Prophets came, these people didn't believe. And when they didn't believe, the Prophets left them. And when they left them, the punishment of Allah came upon these people. Another way in which we can understand this is, مِن بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِن خَلْفِهِمْ That when the prophets warned them, they tried every way to convey the message to them. They tried to speak to them from in front of them. When they ignored, then the prophets continued to convey to them, even when they were closing their ears, putting their hands on their ears, right, avoiding the prophets. But still, the prophets continued to warn so, إِذْ جَاءَتْهُمُ الرُّسُلُ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ And this is mentioned in Surah Nuh, an example of that, how Prophet Nuh conveyed to his people. That he said, قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي دَعُوتُ قَوْمِ لَيْلًا وَنَهَارًا I warned them at night and by day. ثُمَّ إِنِّي دَعُوتُهُمْ جِهَارًا I called out to them openly, silently. إِنِّي أَعْلَمْتُ لَهُمْ وَأَسْرَرْتُ لَهُمْ إِسْرَارًا I also conveyed to them privately, on one-on-one basis. In different ways he conveyed. In Surah Mu'minun, Ayah 44, Allah says, ثُمَّ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُولَنَا تَتْرَى We sent our prophets consecutively, one after another. So, إِذْ جَاءَتْهُمُ الرُّسُلُ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ And what was the message of these prophets? أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا اللَّهِ Same message. Don't worship anyone but Allah. He created you. Why are you worshiping others? 
قَالُوا What was the response? They said, لَوْ شَاءَ رَبُّنَا If our Lord wanted, لَأَنزَلَ مَلَائِكَةً Surely He would have sent angels. If Allah wanted to send guidance to us, He would have sent it through the angels. But since He didn't send angels, and you are not angels or prophets, then فَإِنَّا So indeed we bima in that which أُرْسِلْتُمْ bih You have been sent with kafirun ones who deny. Since you're not angels, we deny you. So the reason for their denial was what? Was what? That the prophets were human. That is the only reason why they denied the prophets. They ignored the message. What was the message? Allah ta'budu illallah. And in every community, Allah sent prophets inviting people to tawheed. But people ignored the message and they had a problem with the messenger. فَأَمَّا عَادٌ So as for Ad, Allah says, فَاسْتَكْبَرُوا So they were arrogant. فِي الْأَرْضِ in the earth بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ Without any right. They had no right to behave arrogantly. But they were arrogant. And in their arrogance, وَقَالُوا And they said, مَنْ هُوْ أَشَدُّ Is stronger, more intense. مِنَّا than us قُوَّةً In strength. Who is stronger than us? Who is mightier than us? Meaning? No one is. We're the best. We're the strongest. We're the mightiest. We have the most strength. This is how arrogant they were that they boasted about their physical might and power. And yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did give them a lot of physical strength. Certainly He did. These people were tall, huge, Possessing a lot of physical strength. And on top of that, they also constructed buildings, structures that were massive. In Surah Fajr, this is mentioned. أَلَمْ تَرَ كَيْفَ فَعَلَ رَبُّكَ بِعَادِ إِرَمَ ذَاتِ الْعِمَادِ الَّتِي لَمْ يُخْلَقْ مِثْلُهَا فِي الْبِلَادِ Right? They were unique in their physique and they were unique in what they built. So they said, مَنْ أَشَدُّ مِنَّا قُوَّةِ And they were so arrogant about this that they look down on their Prophet. And they look down on the message that the Prophet had brought. Allah says, أَوَلَمْ يَرَوْ Did they not see that أَنَّ اللَّهَ That indeed Allah, الَّذِي خَلَقَهُمْ The one who has created them, هُوَ أَشَدُّ مِنْهُمْ قُوَّةِ He is stronger than them in power. Did they not know that? Where did they get this power and strength from? Did they make it themselves? No. Somebody gave it to them. Who gave it to them? Allah, the one who made them. So isn't He stronger than them? Isn't He mightier than them? Isn't He more powerful than them? And yet they deny Him. وَكَانُوا بِآيَاتِنَا يَجْحَدُونَ وَكَانُوا And they used to بِآيَاتِنَا Our verses يَجْحَدُونَ They reject. They used to reject our verses. Notice it's not just يَكْفُرُونَ It's يَجْحَدُونَ Because jahada is to deny knowingly. Meaning you know, you see, you understand, yet you refuse to accept. Kufr can be without ilm. It can be out of ignorance. But jahada, jihud is with ilm. So وَكَانُوا بِآيَاتِنَا يَجْحَدُونَ So what happened? فَأَرْسَلْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ So we sent against them. Rihan, a wind that was sarsaran, screaming, violent, a screaming, raging wind was sent against them. And notice, wind is something 
it doesn't have any physical form in the sense that you can't touch it. Can you? Rain, ice, sand, these are all things that you can touch. Correct? Wind is what? It's a force. It's a force. It's air. And they were destroyed by that? People who were so arrogant about their physical strength, look at how they were destroyed. Rihan sarsaran. You know, like it is also said that Nimrud, the person who claimed to be God, who challenged Ibrahim a.s. Right? It is said that he died because of a mosquito or a creature as small as a mosquito going into his nose and from there into his head. Someone who claimed to be God became so helpless that a tiny creature went inside his nose, into his head, into his brain and killed him. This is the result of the arrogant. So, فَأَرْسَلْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ رِيحًا صَرْصَرًا صَرْصَرًا from the root letter صَاد را را Some say it's from the root letter صَاد را صَاد را Four root letters, but صَاد را را is also fine, صِر And صَرَّه It means to scream Violently noisy When someone is very very noisy Shrill, scream This is what صَرَّه is صِر Means to tie something Surah is used for a money pouch because once you've got money in it, you gotta keep it closed, right? You know, like those small pouches that you get treats in sometimes at weddings. You know what I'm talking about? You have to close it from the top. Don't think of your leather wallet, okay? You're talking about a money pouch, so a pouch that you put money in, put gold coins in, and then you tie it up, okay? That is surah. Now. You see two meanings over here. Noise and closing something. Right? Tying something. Because when someone is cold or extreme cold, what does that do to you? Wrap yourself up. Isn't it? Close your zipper. Right? Close your door, your window, because it's too cold. Correct? So, sar sar, such a wind that was extremely cold and noisy. So a furious, stormy wind. Shadidatul barad wa shadidatul saud. Extremely cold and extremely noisy. As we learn, birihin sarsarin atiyah. Fi ayamin. And this violent, raging, cold, noisy wind was sent in which days? In days that were nahisat. Nahisat of misfortune. From noon ha seen. What does that mean? Nahisa, that which is disastrous, that proves unlucky or unfortunate for someone. Okay? Misfortune. This is Nahisa. Alright? Now, we believe that it's not a certain day or a certain place that is a source of disaster or bad luck for a person. You understand? So if you were born on Friday the 13th, that doesn't mean that you're an unlucky person. You understand? Friday doesn't mean bad day. 13th doesn't mean bad day. Right? A place also doesn't determine bad things to happen. Right? Because we believe that all good and all bad happens at whose will and whose permission? Allah's permission. Right? We believe in Al-Qadr, Khairihi wa Sharrihi. So then what does it mean? 
this ayah is saying that those days were actually days of misfortune. Was it that every day was the 13th? No. This is not what it means. What it means is that those days became days of misfortune for them because of what happened in those days to these people. Those seven days, constantly, what happened? Wind, the sarsar wind was blowing until these people were extinguished. Such that nothing survived. No one survived. So this is why the days are described as nahisat. Fi ayyamin nahisat. These days were disastrous days for them because they never expected them. And we learned that how many days is it that this wind blew? Sab'a layalin wa thamaniyata ayyam. How many nights? Seven. And how many days? Eight. Seven nights and eight days consecutively. Consecutively. Until these people were completely destroyed. لِنُذِيقَهُمْ So make them taste. عَذَابَ الْخِزِي The punishment of disgrace. فِي الْحَيَاةِ dunya In the life of the world. Because this was very humiliating for them. وَلَا عَذَابُ الْآخِرَةِ And surely the punishment of the hereafter. Allah says it is أَخْزَى Look at the word أَخْزَى One is خِزِي Humiliation. Akhza, more humiliating. More degrading. Wahum la yunsarun, and they shall not be helped. Just as they were not helped in the world when the punishment came upon them, likewise in the hereafter they will not be helped and the punishment will not be removed from them. So this is what happened to Ad. Wa amma thamud, and as for thamud, what happened to them? Fahadainahum. Allah says, we guided them. We offered guidance to them. We sent the messenger to them. Fastahabu. But they preferred, they loved. Al-Ama, the blindness, al-Huda over guidance. Fastahabu, istahabba from hub. What does hub mean? Love. And istahabba is to prefer one thing over another because you like it more. You love it. So you do it, you take it and you leave what you don't like. So it means to prefer. فَاسْتَحَبُّ They preferred blindness over guidance. Amazing. Allah offered them guidance. So they would have sight. They would have clarity. They would see the right from wrong. But they chose to remain blind. They preferred to be blind to the truth. What does this mean? They didn't even want to see it. They didn't even want to know it. Ama, ama, blindness, this doesn't mean physical blindness. This is referring to the blindness of the heart, ignorance, misguidance. And this is a state of many people that they'd rather remain ignorant. They'd rather remain unaware. They don't want to know. Even though guidance, knowledge is there. فَأَخَذَتْهُمْ So it sees them. What sees them? صَاعِقَةُ Adab, The thunderbolt of punishment. Meaning a thunderbolt that was sent as a punishment, and this punishment was such that was alhuni. It was of humiliation. So notice, صَاعِقَةُ الْعَذَابِ الْهُونِ The thunderbolt of punishment that was of Disgrace, meaning humiliating punishment, the thunderbolt of humiliating punishment. 
because it is humiliating to be destroyed in this way. Why? Bima kanu yaksibun because of what they used to earn. Wanajayna and we saved. Alladina amanu those who believed. Wakanu yattaqun and they used to fear. Fear who? Allah. So what do we see here? The outcome of the obedient and the disobedient is not the same. The outcome of those who listen to the truth and accept it and follow it is not the same as those who don't even bother to listen and prefer blindness over guidance. It's not the same. In Surah Hud, Ayah 66, Allah says, فَلَمَّا جَاءَ أَمْرُنَا نَجَّيْنَا صَالِحًا وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ بِرَحْمَةٍ مِنَّا that how the Prophet of Allah Salih he was saved along with those who believed. Wayoma and on the day when Yuhsharu he shall be gathered. Who will be gathered? Ardaullahi enemies of Allah. Ilanar to the fire. Meaning they'll be gathered, assembled, and taken to the fire. Fahum so they yuzaroon they will be assembled, driven in rows. The word yuzaroon from the root letter is wow, zayain, waza'a. We have done this word earlier in the story of Sulaiman alayhi salam. It is to set up in rows and groups. So set up an army in rows and groups or a large crowd and restrained within their places and driven to their destination. So, فَهُمْ يُوزَعُونَ What is this day? It's the day of judgment. And who are these enemies of Allah? You see, there are two ways of living. One is that either a person becomes of the awliya of Allah. There are those who become the awliya of Allah, the friends of Allah. And there are those who become the a'da of Allah, the enemies of Allah. The friends of Allah, awliya, who are they? Those who believe in Him. Alladina amanu wa kanu yattaqun. Those who believe and fear Allah. And a'da are who? Those who deny and oppose. Those who show their hatred to Allah by rejecting Him, by opposing His friends, by opposing His message. So such people will be gathered together and driven to their destination. Hatta until Ida Majauha when they will reach it, when they will come to it, when they will arrive at the fire, what's going to happen? Shahida alayhim. It is going to testify against them. What's going to testify against them? Samruhum their own hearing. Their own hearing, which they did not use or which they used incorrectly, or they heard and they ignored, they heard but they didn't pay attention, they heard but they rejected, so their own hearing is going to testify against them. وَأَبْصَارُهُمْ And also their eyes, their own vision is going to testify against them. وَجُلُودُهُمْ And their skins. Absar plural of basar, and julud plural of jild. And they're all going to testify bima kanu ya'malun of what they used to do. The day of judgment is the day of complete justice. Complete justice. Where testimony will be taken from witnesses. And who are the witnesses? People. Right? We learn angels, prophets, things, objects, places. But in addition to that, a person's own body will also testify. In Surah Yasin Ayah 65, we learn, Al-Yawma Nakhtimu Ala Afwahihim Wa Tukallimuna 
أَيْدِيهِمْ Their hands will speak. وَتَشْهَدُ أَرْجُلُهُمْ And their feet will testify. وَقَالُوا And they will say, لِجُلُودِهِمْ To their skins. Out of surprise, they will say, لِمَا Why? شَهِدْتُمْ You testified عَلَيْنَا Against us. Why are you speaking against me? Why are you testifying against us? Why? How? Qalu, the skins will respond, Antaqana, he made us speak. Noon taqaf. Nutq is to speak. Antaqa is to make someone speak. Give them the ability to speak. Who has made us speak? Allahu, Allah. And who is Allah? Alladhi, the one who? Antaqa. Who has, who has given the ability to speak? Who has enabled to speak? Who? Kulla shayin everything. Meaning everything that speaks, speaks because Allah gave it the ability to speak. Not because it has some power from itself that it speaks. I mean if you think about it, the tongue, when we speak, what is it that we use? Our tongue, right? Mainly our tongue and our voice box, the larynx, Right? But if you think about it, the tongue is just a piece of flesh. Right? And the larynx is a hollow muscular organ. Isn't it? So, just think about it. Where is the sound coming from? And everything working in so much coordination, you know, that the sound is coming. So many different kinds of sounds are coming. How? Who gave this ability to the tongue and this hollow muscular organ to function together and speak. Who did? Allah did. So if He can give this tongue, which doesn't even have a bone in it, the ability to speak, then can He not give other parts of the body the ability to speak? Of course He can. أَنْطَقَنَ اللَّهُ الَّذِي أَنْطَقَ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ وَهُوَ خَلَقَكُمْ And He is the one who has created you. أَوَّلَ مَرَّةَ The first time. He created you when He sent you to the world and He has recreated you now. وَإِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ And to Him you have returned. So we speak because Allah has instructed us to speak. We testify against you because Allah has ordered us to testify against you. You know, what is really frightening about this is the fact that our body that we claim to be ours, is not actually ours. It's more loyal to Allah than it is loyal to us. Because even though the skins are going to go, you see over here, they're at the door of hellfire. And when their own body is testifying against them, what does it mean? They're 100% guilty. Proof is established against them. There's no escape now. Punishment is inevitable. And when they go in it, what's going to burn? It's the skin. So this is why they say, why are you speaking against us? You? Why? You're going to suffer. You're going to burn. You understand what's happening here? Our body is more loyal to Allah than it is to us. So we should realize that whatever we have, whatever superficial control and power we have over anything, we don't actually have it. We actually own nothing. We actually have no power. Everything we have is given to us from who? From Allah. And it can be taken by Him. And if I am not loyal to Allah, then I am a loser. So we need to become sincere to Allah. 
We need to recognize Him and believe in Him and obey Him and become sincere to Him. And if we don't, the loss is entirely ours. Entirely. Allah says, وَمَا and not كُنْتُمْ You were. تَسْتَتِرُونَ You conceal yourselves. تَسْتَتِرُونَ From seen ta'ra Sitr Which is to conceal. To hide. And تَسْتَتِرُونَ To take great measures to cover or to hide oneself. Meaning, when you committed your sins, when you did the wrong that you did, at that time, you never concealed yourselves from who? From your own limbs. Why? Because you never thought that your own limbs would testify against you. You never thought that أَن يَشْهَدَ alaykum. That it will testify against you. Sam'ukum, your own hearing. Wala absarukum, nor your sights. Wala juludukum, nor your skins. You never hid from your own hearing, from your own vision, from your own skins. Why? Because you never thought that they would speak against you. You thought they were loyal to you. You didn't think you had to hide from your own body to commit sin. So you felt secure in your body when you committed sin. Thinking that just because others are not there, you're good. وَلَكِنْ But ظَنَنْتُمْ You thought أَنَّ اللَّهَ That indeed Allah لَا يَعْلَمُ He does not know كَثِيرًا Much of مِمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ Of that which you do. The real problem is, the reason why you didn't hide from your own body is because you had this assumption, false assumption. What false assumption? That Allah doesn't know what you're doing. This is what you thought. Allah doesn't know what I'm doing. And so you went on performing your sins and doing wrong. Whereas Allah was watching you. Allah knew everything that you did. And your own body was becoming a proof against you. وَذَلِكُمْ And that, O oh you people, ظَنُّكُمْ is your ظَن, your supposition, your false assumption. الَّذِي which ظَنَنْتُمْ بِرَبِّكُمْ That you assumed about your Lord, that has أَرْدَاكُمْ That has brought about this fall to you. أَرْدَاكُمْ رَادَالْيَا Which literally means to fall. And from that destruction. وَمَا يُغْنِي عَنْهُ مَالُهُ إِذَا تَرَدَّى Same root. So أَرْدَاكُمْ It has brought you to ruin. It has brought about the fall. It has destroyed you. فَأَصْبَحْتُمْ So you have become مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ Among the losers. What do we see over here? Failure begins where? In one's thoughts. You had a wrong assumption about Allah. You thought Allah doesn't know. He doesn't know. And so your thoughts became your words. That became your actions. That became your habits. That became your character. And that eventually became your destiny. Thoughts. They matter a lot. What is it that I think about Allah when I'm doing something wrong? When I'm doing something wrong, what am I thinking? Allah is not watching me? That he cannot hear me? That he doesn't know what's going on? He doesn't know what I'm doing? Or is it that I know but I don't care? These are all thoughts, right? 
So it is your thoughts that have led you to your destruction. فَإِيَصْبِرُوا So if they are patient, فَنَّارُ مَثْوَلْ لَهُمْ Then the fire shall be their abode. If they are patient over the punishment, it doesn't make a difference. The fire is their abode. وَإِنْ And if يَسْتَعْتِبُوا They ask to appease. عَيْنْ تَابَ استعتاب is to try to please someone. It is to try to please someone. It is طلب utba. Utba is pleasure. It is pleasure, approval. Okay. So طلب utba. It is to try to make someone happy. And when do you do that? When they're upset with you. Why? Because you've done something wrong. So وَإِيَسْتَعْتِبُوا If they try to say something or do something in order to appease Allah, فَمَا هُمْ مِنَ الْمُعْتَبِينَ They shall not be amongst those who are allowed to appease. مُعْتَبِينَ Those who are allowed to appease. Those who are allowed a chance, given a chance to do something to make amends. They will not be given any more chances. Even if they try to please Allah and offer excuses, nothing will be accepted from them. In Surah An-Nahl, Ayah 84, it is said, ثُمَّ لَا يُؤْذَنُ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا وَلَا هُمْ يُسْتَعْتَبُونَ So what do we see over here? Listening is the easiest thing to do. Listening to the truth. And listening is what brings about the change. Because when you listen, you think, you reflect. And gradually, your heart accepts. And as your heart accepts, then the change comes. Then iman comes. Then action comes. And if a person refuses to even do as much as to listen, and he just denies in blindly and prefers misguidance over guidance, prefers blindness over guidance, then the outcome is horrible. So what we need to fix is our thinking, our thoughts about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that can only be rectified if we listen to the Qur'an. فَإِنْ أَعْرَضُوا فَقُلْ أَنذَرْتُكُمْ صَاعِقَةً مِثْلَ صَاعِقَةِ عَادٍ وَثَمُودٍ إِذْ جَاءَتْهُمُ الرُّسُلُ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا فَاسْتَكْبَرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ وَقَالُوا مَنْ أَشَدُّ مِنَّا قُوَّةٌ أَوَلَمْ يَرَوْا أَنَّ اللَّهَ الَّذِي خَلَقَهُمْ هُوَ أَشَدُّ مِنْهُمْ قُوَّةٌ وَكَانُوا بِآيَاتِنَا يَجْحَدُونَ فَأَرْسَلْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ رِيحًا صَرْصَرًا فِي أَيَّامٍ نَحِسَاتٍ لِنُذِيقَهُمْ لِنُذِيقَهُمْ عَذَابَ الْخِزْيِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَلَعَذَابُ الْآخِرَةِ أَخْزَى وَهُمْ لَا يُنصَرُونَ 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.